0: Well, I'm going to go fast today, but I I don't want anyone to worry about that because it's important to me that you get this. It really is. You may feel a little overwhelmed at times, but now that's just part of the process because I want to make a change in you. I want to change how you think. I want to make some new brain connections. I want to turn them on. I don't want to just educate you today, and let me explain that. You could come in here today as a poor, broke person, for example. And you could learn some of these techniques. Or in other words, you could learn the words that we're going to say here. You're going to learn the money connections and how money is made and where money is made and all these things. Or that you could repeat them back. But that doesn't necessarily mean that you could use them. So I don't want you to leave here as a poor, broke, educated person that can't use these techniques. I want you to leave here as a money-making machine. Today I want to say some things that will make you think... Make new connections in your brain and turn those areas on in your brain that you're not using so that you can see things, connect them with what we're talking about today, take it out in the real world, put money in your pocket, make a difference in your life. So if you're overwhelmed at times, remember we're going to go over this several times. You have the material that we've started with, the, the handouts, but there's going to be some handouts also as we go through the material here as we teach today. So we're going to try our best to make sure you get it. If you're not getting it, there's going to be breaks. Come up here, talk to me. I'd be interested in talking to you. Maybe I'm not making something plain. It takes two people to understand something. One person just can't communicate. I can't throw it out there and be sure you've got it. I want to know that you're getting it. And there's no problem with that. If you don't understand it, it's my failure I look at as a communicator. So don't be ashamed, embarrassed to ask questions. You've paid for this. You've put your money investment in this. I want to make sure it pays off for you. Now, when we talk about the difference here, a lot of people ask me, well, what do you mean overwhelmed? You know, what what do you mean about the process of education? Well, there's a difference between learning the alphabet and being able to write like Shakespeare. Now, you can repeat the alphabet by memory without any thought. But to use an alphabet like a writer like Stephen King or Edgar Allan Poe or any of the modern writers that we have today, you have to be able to think and use some imagination. Now, a lot of places you just get the alphabet in our formal schools. A lot of times you just get the alphabet, or that is the outline, the skeleton of these things. But today we want to be able to help you take that alphabet or that is the skeleton of this and to be able to carry it out and use it in the real world so that is my goal today now my old speech and communication teacher she told me that you should tell people before you talk to them really about the subject that you should tell them what you're going to tell them so i'm going to tell you first we're going to go over this rather quickly at first i'm going to tell you what i'm going to tell you and then we're going to go back and cover it in detail she said Go back then and tell them what you want them to know. I'm going to do that. I'm going to tell you what I want you to know. And then she said, then after you get through, she said, tell them what you told them. And so that means review. We're going to go back and review after we cover this material. Now, since this course is how to make money, it's one of those three steps to wealth courses. But the name of this course is how to make money, of course. Since that's the name of it, I'm going to remove the suspense right now. By asking and answering the question, how do you make money? How do you make money? Uh, uh, Money is made by exchange. Now, you can all go home. We're through now. Well, there is a little more to it than that, but it's really not not that complicated. We need to keep it simple. We need to think of that. Money is simply made by exchange. Now, we exchange things for money. Someone said products and services. Okay. Products and services. Well, that's good. Uh, That's right but if you have a service that is your product and i want you to think of it that way to keep this simple it's another way of looking at things i realize that and i'm not criticizing you man i'm glad you brought that up but it's another way of looking at things and it keeps this simple so you if you have a service your service is your product so when we exchange products for money here's another way to say this to open up your thinking maybe we think of selling things for money. We think of that commonly. We have salespeople. We think a lot of times of selling things for money. But I want you to think about bartering for money. Bartering for money. Are, are you all familiar with that word barter? When I go into high schools, a lot of times that's a word that's not used anymore. It's come fallen out of use. But we used to talk about barter. When people used to trade furs and skins and fish and such, and they would go in town, they'd trade that for beans and flour and bacon and so on. And it's a trade. It's just trade. We're bartering for something. So another way to think of exchanging something for money is to trade or to barter for money. That word barter means trade. The more words, the different words, the different parts of your brain I can get working here. The part that's got that definition in there barter oh yeah barter that's not like selling i'm not under pressure and so on so you've got these people that would uh, worry about selling you could say selling they'd break out in a cold sweat but you know th- they would be willing to to trade something all the time in a yard sale or trade uh things at their home or what have you with their neighbor or their friends wouldn't bother them a bit but when we start talking about sales or selling Then people have got a different idea and a different connotation. So we don't want to go that way. We're going to go in the new way and try to build on that. Now, we make money by exchange, but here's a question. How do we make exchanges? Well, we make exchanges by connections. Now, the connection could be a telephone wire putting you together with your neighbor, trying to tell them that you're about to sell that old baby bed that you've had, and you're about to put it in the yard sale, And if they're interested, for them to uh, let you know that maybe you could work out something if you think they're interested in the baby bed. And and that could be the connection, no more than a, a communication that you've made over a telephone wire to your neighbor, someone that you already knew. Now, it could also be a computer. And a computer connected to the Internet, and it's connected in London and New York to settle a currency trade. So it's a connection. We make exchanges by connection. You have to have the connection first and then we make the exchange. And we're going to go into that more this afternoon. Now then, the next question is, is how many things can we exchange? How many things can you exchange? What? A million? A million? And you said, what, more than a million? More than a million? We got a million? We got more than a million? feel like I'm an auctioneer. Anyone else? Infinite. Infinite. Well, that would be the winning bid if we were going to have an auction. Infinite number of things. Well, this is a little of a trick question. And Really, there are only six things when we look at it in this new way of looking at things. We're trying to, to make it a simple way that we can make a process that you can make money and make it money easily. So there's only six things in this way that we look at things. And I told you I was here to make you think differently and to make you think, period. Well, what are those six things? Can you think of what those six things are? Now I've got everybody shy now. You can only trade what you have. What you can do, what you can get, what you know, now a promise and a line. I'll go over that again, but we're going to give a handout. You can only trade what you have. you can't trade it if you don't have it, can you? What you can do, what you can get, yep, if you don't have it, if you can get it, you can trade it. what you know, a promise, and a lie now that i've answered that question i'm going to give you a handout on that and uh, we'll go we'll get back to that later i just didn't want to have the handout out so you could just read off and answer that now i'm sorry a lie yes uh, you can exchange a lie for money we call that fraud and i don't have a course on that but there's probably some out there now how many ways can you exchange those six things we've decided that money is made by exchange or barter or trade Uh, We make that exchange because we've made a connection, and we're talking about that there's six things that we can trade. We even brought out, someone helped me there, about products and services, that if you have a service, that that is your product that you can trade. And so we hear so many people talk about products and services. That doesn't really make a difference here in this. So how many different ways can you exchange these six things that we've talked about today? Who said six? Did you guess did you get, you're right, pretty much right, yes. Uh, now, what did you, just a guess, okay. It was a good guess. There are six pure pathways for making money. Six pure pathways to exchange. You can put some together in different combinations. But when we, call com- and when that's compounding, we call them compound pathways. But simple pathways, there's only six pure simple cash flow ways, cash flow pathways. And then, of course, many more combinations of compound pathways. We're going to go over that. Here's the six. L-O-T. I'm going to start out L-O-T. We use, I use letters for abbreviation and it helps you to think of these things in a different way because the more ways we think of something, the different ways we look at things, the different possibilities we have, then it brings out more opportunities and more profit. That stands for labor over time. L-O-T. Labor over time. Now you notice I didn't say hourly pay. Because I want you to think of this differently. So we're going to use some different terms, different words, different definitions than you're used to hearing. So you're going to look at things differently. You're going to think about things differently because we're not using the same old words and definitions. par. P-A-R. We're going to have a handout on this. I promise. P-A-R. I just don't want you to have the answers where you can read them as I talk to you. I want to try to be as interactive as I can. P-A-R. That means payment after a result. Payment after results. You do something, then you're paid for it. You can do something, say paint a house. You can paint a house by the hour. And at the end of every day, you can say, look, I painted eight hours today. Give me my money. Or at the end of every week, you can say, I painted 40 hours today. Give me my money. So you can paint a house by the hour. But you can paint a house by the result. And so that is after you have a result, obtain a result, now I've got a painted house here. Now pay me for the result. I painted the house. What's the difference? Well, there's a lot of difference. If you work hourly, you've paid labor over a period of time. There's only so many hours in a week. And you've got to eat and sleep and all these other things. And so you're limited on the hours that you can be paid for. Practically no one gets wealthy over labor over time. Practically nobody. Now, you can get your seed money that you can get together... And invest that in something, another pathway, it gets a money machine going. You can do that. But yet, that's how a lot of people start out. Of course, teenagers, of course, are notorious for starting out at McDonald's and all these fast food places that they're paid by the hour. And that's fine. That's fine to start out with. If there's somebody here that's doing that, that's fine. But I'm here to tell you the truth. And you cannot hardly get wealthy by labor over time because it's not scalable. You can't raise that up. There's only so much you can expect to be paid by the hour. There's probably a limit to that. Somebody else will come along and do the job cheaper per hour. So you've got competition, and then you've got the limited number of hours in a day. Now, payment after result. Let's say I paint houses. Well, can I have one crew that paints houses? Can I have two crews that paints houses, and I get paid after those results? Can I uh, use spray painters and uh, 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 templates and things, uh, equipment that makes the job faster? Now, if I was painting by the hour, I'd try to drag the job out, maybe. If I didn't have another job, I'd try to drag that out as long as I could. But now that I'm painting for a result, I want to get the job done well and done quickly. I want to go on and do another one. And if I've got more than one crew, maybe, painting, then I've got more than one crew making money at one time. I'm getting more results faster. So we'll go into that more, as we said this afternoon. We won't keep on moving. B-A-H. B-A-H. Buy and hold. Now, That's the good old buy and hold, and there isn't a whole lot of tricks that I can play with that, but I will talk to you a little bit about that this afternoon after we learn a few other things that we can tie that on. But buy and hold. At some time in your life, as you're making money, now you need to be able to invest your money to make money. We're rich often because not of the dollars we work for, but for the dollars that are working for us. And so at one time or another, maybe you may not have a place to put a dollar that it would work for you very well. But you could park that money in something we call buy and hold, where we buy something, we hold on to it in hopes that it's going to appreciate greater than inflation. So you gotta, you got to figure out inflation, cost of transaction or trades, if that's involved, and then, of course, um, taxes. There may be taxes on that. So you have to look at that. So buy and hold is not really exciting, but you need to learn a little bit about buying hold because that sometime you're going to have to park money. When you've got money coming in, you need to be able to park it for times until an opportunity either comes up or you can create an opportunity. Now, we try not to have a shortage of opportunities, but in the real world, sometimes that happens, and you need to be able to buy and hold things, or that is park money. CAC is the next one. CAC, Cash to Asset to Cash Transactions. Now, you see this every day, you take part of it. You, when you buy gasoline, somebody's buying gasoline and then they're taking cash, they're turning cash into gasoline, which is now an asset. And then they turn the gasoline back into cash again at a higher rate, at a higher rate. It's easier for you to buy a tank full of gas than a tanker truck full of gas. And because of that convenience or the ability, even the ability to do it at all, then they are able to charge a premium for that. So, you know, these stores, now, of course, we won't get into some of these discount stores now. They have what we call mortgage merchandise, or that is, is that the manufacturer or distributor, they um, own the merchandise sometimes, and they put it in the stores now, and the store doesn't have to pay for it, and the, when it's sold, the computer system will pay whoever it is that actually owns the merchandise. But the old way of doing it, and people, a lot of people still do it today, is they take cash or a cash substitute, credit is a cash substitute, and they buy an asset, whether it might be uh, a truckload of drills, uh, mechanical drills that would drill holes, you know. Uh, and so they buy a truckload of something. They, they convert their cash into an asset. And then uh, there's always the time and location, value of assets and money, and so now they take that truckload and they send drills into every little store here. Now, it's more convenient for you to be able to buy one drill than to buy a tractor-trailer load of drills and try to figure out what you're going to do with all these drill or blenders for that matter. doesn't matter. Uh, you want a blender or a coffee maker. You don't have to buy a truckload of them. You can buy just one. Why? Because somebody somewhere, if, and even if it was the raw materials where it started, and we'll get into that, into that eventually after this afternoon. But we're we're talking about they took cash, they converted it into an asset that could be resold or converted back into an uh, uh, asset of cash, uh, back into cash at a higher rate, at a higher rate. So, in other words, you're going to pay a premium because you just want one drill and you're not going to get as good a price as if you bought a tractor-trailer load. And that's how that works. So a lot of what we see in business today, cash-to-asset-to-cash conversions, and they may or may not do something to the asset to increase its value. They may do so, Say you bought a used car and you painted it. You would have improved the value. That's just a simple way of explaining it. There are businesses that are actually set up on uh, combining things, putting something together and doing things. And we'll talk about that later. And a lot of that goes into the added wealth or added value taxes and such that we talk about that we see so much overseas cpa now that's not your accountant cpa it stands for cash producing assets and cash producing assets would be like if you sold the milk but you kept the cow you you sold the hay but you kept the field you sold the watermelons off the field but you kept the farm or whatever there are things that uh, course, we have financial cash-producing assets. We have bonds that pay. We have uh, different investments that pay, but you keep the principal in the end. That is, if you're wise and you don't invest in something that's too risky, then uh, you have that opportunity. So cash-producing assets, that's another pathway, a cash flow pathway to make money. Now, the last one is, this is one that my grandfather didn't know. He knew the other five. My grandfather was a wealthy man, and maybe we'll talk about that a little bit later, just in the course of being able to use it as an illustration. But the last one is sell without owning, S-W-O, sell without owning. My grandfather didn't know about that or didn't do it. He didn't practice as far as I know. I learned the other five from watching my grandfather, but this is something. And people say, well, yes, that is legal. Yes, you can sell something that you don't own. Now, think about this. Car salespeople don't generally own the cars at the dealership that they're selling. And of course, you've got stock brokers that don't usually own the stock that they're selling. And matter of fact, in many cases, they're prevented from owning the stock or some of the investments that they sell. And then, of course, realtors usually don't own the real estate, the house or whatever that they're selling. So sell without owning. And so those are the six cash flow pathways. So we're going to review just right here before we go on, right quickly. Money is made by exchange. The exchange is made uh, by Because of communication. It's a connection between two people. You've got to communicate. You've got to connect people together. And then of course like we said there are six types of things. Now that's where the trick question came in. Of course there's an infinite number I suppose of things that you could sell or trade or exchange for money when it comes to the individual item. But we're going to quit talking about individual items. We want you to be able when you leave to pick up this roll of tape here or maybe this uh, my glasses or ink pen or whatever it might be and be able to plug it into a system not because that it's a roll of tape it's like what are we going to do with a roll of tape you know we, what we have to think of something special and invent something no we use one of these six cash flow pathways because there's only six and there's only uh, uh, six types of things that we can of like we said we can exchange and of course when we go over that Uh, Those six things are what we know, what we can do, what we have, what we can get, a promise and a lie. And we didn't talk about a promise. We talked about a lie being fraud. But a promise, a promissory note, you ever heard of a promissory note? Have you heard of an option? You could take money for an option. You could promise not to sell something for a period of time and sell it as an option, that they would have first option to buy that. So there's different ways that this can be done. And then, like we said, we've talked about the six different pathways, labor over time, And, of course, that's being paid by the hour, payment after result, buy and hold, cash to asset to cash transactions, cash producing assets, and sell without owning. Now, the next question is, is where is the money made? We talk about making money. Where is the money made?